The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. All right, it's uh, the Nelson Show, right, episode uh, eighty-five. Yeah, eighty-five. Uh, hey, boy, you yeah. you sound a bit under the weather, there, Doug. What's going uh, on? Well, I don't know. I just, I guess it has been a long day. I was working yeah. with the cows and stuff, and. Huh. Uh, I don't know, and then uh, things kept coming up during the week, and I kind of put off dealing with the night-night episode, and I had to hurry Ooh. up and uh, put it together with the uh, sound effects and music and stuff, so mm. it took a while, well. and now I'm finally just getting down to taping this show, because you know, I, when I got ideas and stuff, I'll pre-tape them, but usually... Uh, depending on what the news of the week is, I'll oh, wait yeah. till the very last minute before I tape anything. So yeah. it's, you know, not too out of date and stuff. So, but yeah, yeah. Feeling kind of beat. Well, uh, boy, I don't know. Yeah, but you know, uh, you might want to go see the doctor about uh, that just to be sure. You well, know, you never know. You never Yeah, well, you're never gonna know because what? you can't go see a doctor anymore. What? Because, trap. Oh, come on now. And the House what? of Representatives no. have just destroyed our health care. No, they didn't. They saved it from the monstrosity that was Obamacare. Well, as usual, you're both wrong. What? what? Well, you see, um, as, as usual with uh, with Washington, D.C., everything's more theater than actual uh, action or uh, legislation that will lead to something that will actually help people. Uh, usually they're going to hold on to the bitter end on things that just help Washington, D.C. Uh, so there's some good and bad, but uh, for the most part, bad, because the ideas of a government system... Uh, in charge of your health care uh, is still be. very much in place, and I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. In fact, Thank I expect it to grow into a single-payer system what? shortly. Excellent. Oh, hell no! Yeah, that's... No! That, but that's, that's good news! No, just, it ain't. We should be all ready. we got to go through this nonsense. What? But single-payer is the... Future. Oh, God, man, I'm going to need a doctor myself because I'm getting sick. Yeah, well, hey, I'll go through some of the deals we're getting out of this. And keep in mind, this has got to go to the Senate, so uh, it's going to completely change there. So <laughs> this is just what passed in the House. And then the Senate sends it back to the House, and then who knows what they'll do to it before it ever gets to Trump's desk. But whatever they send to Trump, he's going to sign it because he what? wants to say... He did something. Oh, come on, so, now. Come on. Uh, it does defund uh, Planned Parenthood. What? Yeah! Oh, oh, my God. They no longer receive uh, Medicaid yeah. funding oh. uh, under, under the bill. Yeah. Is that right? No, it ain't. Finally, we're going to protect some babies. Uh, but, but who protects women who need more than just abortions, but they need health care for women? 
Well, Lefty, uh, the, uh, also provided into this bill would be uh, $422 million what? to be reallocated to community health centers that provide huh? women's health services oh, well. minus the abortions. Oh, that's outrageous! They're denying them the choice. Well, the idea that uh, tax dollars would be provided for abortions kills the entire uh, philosophy of choice. The idea of choice is that it's up to her to decide if she wants to get an abortion, and uh, it's none of your business whether she does or not. However, when it becomes a state matter, uh, i.e. the tax dollars, then everyone's involved in it, and there is no real choice. We're all participating in abortions then. That's why you deny that to uh, businesses that are built on nothing. But oh, that is just ridiculous and a gross exaggeration of what Planned Parenthood is all about. Nope, I'm saying he nailed it on the head if any nail but, but, ever had a head. Oh, 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 please, please. Damn. Anyway, uh, states would also be allowed to opt out of Obamacare's ban on lifetime limits and camp on out-of-pocket costs. States have the option to do this under the new Trump Care Bill's uh, provision of letting states opt out of mandated essential health benefits. There's your choice. This has been portrayed as a move that would harm employer-sponsored health insurance. Exactly. But these regulations imposed by Obamacare have increased the costs. What? If there are no limits on health care spending and caps on out-of-pocket costs, that means higher costs to insurers that they pass off through higher premiums. Oh, oh, please. Come on. Yeah. Uh, The mandates have already had drastic effects on a number no. of colleges yep. and universities. For example, what? there's uh, Lanier Ryan University in Hickory, North Carolina, which their, their uh, pre- uh, cost of $245 per student in the time of 2011-2012 uh, uh, to, rose to $2,507 per what? student uh, between uh, 2012 and 2015. That's an an amazing jump. Oh yeah! (laughs) So so you can imagine how much higher it would get uh, each forthcoming year. So the school was forced to drop its coverage requirements Mm -hmm. uh, because they just couldn't Mm -hmm. keep doing that. It was beginning ridiculous. What? Uh, The same thing of uh, University of Puget Sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had paid one hundred sixty-five dollars per student in two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, and then their rates immediately skyrocketed to fifteen hundred and two thousand. For the 2012-2013. So, I mean, oh, it's just, no. that's one of these mathematical realities yep. that just shows that the entire Obamacare platform was completely and utterly unsustainable. Yeah. Meanwhile, the individual mandate will be repealed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That was that little deal they threw in there that the government could penalize you if you didn't get insurance, and so you had to pay a penalty because you were mandated to do so, which, of course, was completely unconstitutional until that asshole, Chief John Roberts, on the Supreme Court, just uh, rewrote the law through magic, uh, since he has no power to do so, and decided to declare the penalty a tax, which it clearly, in the language of the law, is not. And judges are limited to the language of the law that they must rule what? on, and so he should have ruled that it was unconstitutional. But no. he didn't. Apparently, uh, the black robes give them magic powers now oh, oh, to uh, legislate oh, from the bench. Oh. Uh, moving on, oh. uh, states will have the ability to charge people with pre-existing conditions. What? Oh, premiums. my God. Mm. Oh. Oh, but no. the bill provides protections for those with pre-existing conditions. What? 
Yeah, you see, the states would be able to waive Obamacare rules on pre-existing conditions only for people who do not maintain insurance coverage. If you are someone with one of those conditions who has gotten coverage through Obamacare, or other means of insurance, I suppose, uh, the Obamacare regulations would still apply. In no state will it be possible for an insurance company to charge you more than a person without such a condition. If you are someone with the insurance and develops one of these conditions, you too will be covered by the Obamacare regulations. Insurance will not be able to charge you extra either. What's the point of all this? And maintaining insurance coverage will be easier than it was pre-Obamacare because people without access to Medicare, Medicaid, or employer coverage will have a tax credit to purchase insurance Uh, on the individual market. So the only people who might be adversely affected by a waiver of the Obamacare rules, if a state applied for one, and you see the states states have got to opt out in order for this to happen, uh, would be those who have a pre-existing condition, but not but have not used their credit to buy insurance, and even they would have access to a high-risk pool for the regulations to be waived. People with pre-existing conditions then would have a triple safety net even in a state that took maximum use of the waivers. Tax credits, regulatory protection, contingent on conditions, continuous coverage, and high-risk pools would all benefit them. An amendment that pays people not to buy insurance if they're healthy was also introduced to woo over the moderate to liberal Republicans. While that would offer more protection toward those with pre-existing conditions, it would only exacerbate this death spiral. Yeah, this is a lot of extra subsidies that's going in here to maintain this. No. The Republicans are actually protecting people with uh, pre-existing conditions here, but uh, but, I doubt they'll get any credit for it. No, they won't. way it goes. Because they should have just left it so, alone. Uh, still, uh, I don't know. This might limit costs a little bit, but not by much. What? And it only depends on the states opting out. And like it says, even when they do, there's still so much else here. Hey. So it's kind of, if you're opting out for to get out of the pre-existing Ooh. condition coverage, well, pfft, yeah, you're really kind of wasting your time. What? But, you know what? The way you describe it, as much as I could understand, uh-huh. it sounds like they're running around in circles and they ended up where they started. Uh, that's exactly right, Red. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going on here. No, they're making it wet. No. Well, I don't know how you can make a turd worse by polishing yeah. it, because even when it's still a turd. So, yeah, oh. I don't know. Uh, and uh, by the way, the uh, that overview of the... Uh, I hate it when he does that. Uh, ...pre-existing conditions deal uh, was courtesy of a writer for National Review... Ramesh Panuru. What? Yeah, that's that's his name. Uh, okay, Medicaid expansion would end by uh, 2020. Oh uh, my yeah. God, no! I know, that's really upsetting for people like yeah. you, Lefty, because, I mean, let's it face is. it, Medicare, I mean, Medicaid expansion was pretty much all Obamacare was all about. I mean, yep. that's about all it did. Uh, their, their, their biggest uh, coverage numbers was people on Medicaid, what? some of whom had had insurance, what? but under the new rules couldn't afford it anymore, oh, and please. ended up on Medicaid, which <laughs> isn't really insurance coverage. That. It's just welfare. Oh, that's what you got to do uh. or pay a fine. So, well. uh, so the Medicaid expansion they've got uh and you know if obama had just done that and forgot about the rest of it by you know building building a giant new bureaucracy to stack on top of the other bureaucracies the cost would have been a lot less and he probably should have just done this which is what we're going to end up doing here because uh by 2020 medicaid would then be block granted to states on a per capita basis oh my god 
A block yeah. granting Medicaid is a crucial move to bring down health care costs. Uh. The fact that the Medicaid expansion will remain in place until 2020 will cause a bull run of people who are eligible for the program to sign up before the expansion freezes in 2020, which would further bankrupt the system. What? See, this is a thing here, and I'm getting this list mostly from the Daily Wire, and oh, I'm not sure, so apparently it. under the rules, uh, once uh, you're under Medicaid, uh, uh, you're in it. Uh, so when 2020 comes around, you're still in it. What? Uh, but, but, uh, but the but, funding would be uh, under the block grant, so uh, I guess... Uh, the expansion, meaning the eligibility, depending on your your income. So if your income is in between, you know, between the cracks, there you're not exactly. really rich, but you're not really poor. Exactly. Uh, you can't get Medicaid. Uh, so oh no, uh, this would be uh, one of those deals that happens. But the only funding available would be in the uh, block grant to fund whoever is on it. Uh, but if everybody jumps on it while they're able to, they and they're should. able to remain on it at, after should. 2020, totally then you're going to have a buttload of people that the block grant probably can't fund. What? But wouldn't have mattered anyway because uh, well, <laughs> it's there's no money to fund it now. So no, that's the not, math that. always wins. Uh, uh, yes, uh, yes. Oh, more of your your mansplaining and, and <laughs> math and all of that, but with, with ignoring the crucial needs of healthcare. That's what matters, not the cost. I ain't gonna get healthcare if you don't pay for it. I mean, damn. <laughs> You really that's want not- a doctor who earns a salary that's no better than a postal worker? I mean, come on! Oh, please! Oh, oh good lord! That's just me. No, nah, he's got a point there, Lefty. Uh, it's got to be paid for. And uh, Red's got a point. <laughs> I mean, uh, but anyway, uh, and here's another little bit. Uh, older enrollees can be charged five times as much as younger enrollees. This is a holdover from the March generation of Trump Care. Uh, so uh, this will price a large number of seniors right out of the insurance market. Which kind of uh, should put a smile on Robert B. Reich's face, uh, the former uh, labor secretary in the Clinton administration, because uh, he gave a speech early on during the Obamacare debates and stuff uh, about how old people just need to hurry up and die already because there's such a burden on the healthcare system. And I'll say the college crowds that were listening to him just cheered and applauded this idea. Yeah, that's great. That's part of that death panel business that uh, Miss Palin was talking about. She got railroaded for it, but then such uh, luminary left-leaning uh, guys of like uh, Paul Krugman said the same thing and uh, said, yeah. yeah. He even wrote an, uh, an op-ed about it. Uh, what? I guess it was the New York Times what? a while back where he said, yeah, we, we need death panels. Uh, Meaning huh. you start denying care what? for uh, seniors because, hey, what's the point? They're going to die anyway. Well, oh, my God. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's what that's what Obamacare was what? all about. No, you idiot! He's talking about Trump care. What? Come on now! Nah, he's yeah, lefty's right. What? Uh, what? That was that was one of the uh, parts of Trump care. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Come on! Yeah, is like I said, he's polishing a turd. Yeah, and that's it's still a turd. What? It's a turd because he's polishing a turd. Wait, no! Obamacare was a turd. <laughs> yeah, well, but wait a minute, Nelson. I don't understand. I mean, if it's still just a turd, then why do it at all? I mean, why are they keeping this crap in there? Uh, well, uh, that's actually a very good question, Red. What? And uh, I think this last little uh, item that was on this list from Daily Wire uh, might help clear that up. 
uh, once again, like in Obamacare, with Trump Care, Congress will be exempt from it. What? Yes. <laughs> what? A bill was proposed to fix this, but it remains to be seen at the House. We'll do that. Uh, yeah. Uh, they still have their exemption. So, are you getting it yet? Well, Are you getting it? <laughs> well, uh, you know, maybe they have special needs and stuff. Special needs? Yes. It's a scam, Lefty. What? It's a scam. No! You want to know? What? Yeah, it is a scam, Mr. Nelson. You want to know what this is? You can tell how heartless it is just by what you were talking about with the pre-existing condition. Yeah, but I, I explained God. that because... I thought everyone been... agreed that this yeah, was the yeah, greatest but... accomplishment of Obamacare oh, out of all of it. And, yeah. and now they're... Tearing it down and uh, filling no. it with holes. Oh, God. And no one poked through all the nonsense better than late night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, my God. Am I tired of hearing that? Oh Good my God. Lord, we ain't playing that clip, are we? You should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed. Yeah, well, yeah I, I don't have the clip, and uh, everybody's seen it. And and look, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously he got emotional because it's his his son. You know, his baby had that serious condition, and uh, through the miraculous work of a top surgeon in the field, uh, saved his his little baby. And uh, but the interesting thing to remember here is that the hospital that his son was transported to for this surgeon, for the uh, Dr. Starnes, I believe his name was, uh, who was apparently top in his field for this uh, pediatric surgery, uh, was working at the uh, Children's Hospital in Los Angeles, which is a charity hospital. That means it doesn't really matter what insurance you have or you have none. Uh, You're accepted. And, of course, in an emergency situation, uh, all hospitals, by law, admit patients. So the idea that you're near death and you're not going to get treatment is a lie, is a myth. There aren't this, because uh, I mean, the way people describe uh, like this, the end of the world if Obamacare comes to an end, which it would anyway if no one did anything, uh, it's, is uh, that there was this, you know, tons of bodies everywhere well, no, before Obamacare. No along. one said that. Uh, there weren't any. That's all a bunch of nonsense. Uh, well, that. You know, you're almost as bad as Red here. Oh, I, mean, I could. Can't a man have an emotional moment? Well, that's, yeah, You can. it's understandable about that. But when he brings in politics and but, uh, the health care system but and makes these erroneous claims that everything, as if uh, if it hadn't been for some sort of state involvement, his son would have died is just but, not true. And uh, uh, you uh, don't applying know this that. to everyone else is also not true. You don't know that. Uh, and so that's where he messed up. And I mean, emotion no. is not reason. It is not what? based in fact or anything. It's based in his love for his child it, and his fear wrong that something that. terrible uh, could have happened to him that he wouldn't wouldn't make it. Uh, fortunately, he did. But and uh, in, in in Obamacare, there was this uh, aspect in it for uh, the pre-existing condition insurance yes. plan. It was called uh, under it. Obamacare would provide uh, subsidized coverage for uh, people if they had documented proof Thank that God. they had been denied coverage by an Thank insurance company see, and had a pre-existing condition big uh, from the years of 2010 to 2014. The highest number of people who signed up for this program was 114,959. And that's the highest number they were able to show. Well, it's still a lot. That's not a huge percentage out of the the 30 million 
they 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 sought but, to have coverage that didn't know, have coverage because they were always going on about, you know only eighty percent did and that sort of thing. So uh, uh, there you have it. The idea that that was some sort oh of massive uh, pandemic or some sort oh. of disaster uh, again, uh, not according to math, which what? is of course the way you record reality. Oh please. Oh. God. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, the man was worried about his boy. Exactly, and, exactly. Oh, you never know where that's going to lead you. And I guess I can give him a pass on that, but yeah, I ain't giving no pass you. to Stephen Colbert. What? That piece of shit. Oh, my God. I mean, he's practically admitting that he was John Dickerson's cock holster. Oh, that's my what God. He was, you asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is outrageous. Well, yeah, yeah, and people were calling for him to be fired over yeah. that. Uh, I'm not one of them. What? I don't think he should be fired. If you don't oh, like Stephen on. Colbert, on, do man. what I do. Don't watch his show. Well, That's all you got to do. Uh, as far as him being fired, no, he shouldn't be. Besides, I don't see how, uh, uh, what was it, CBS could fire him because it's a tape program and they saw it so and they put it on the air anyway. So, well, yeah, n- uh, no. you could have uh, clipped it, but you didn't. So there you go. But the, the interesting thing about Colbert is that he he's all upset and outraged yes. over Trump calling uh, to John Dickerson's face uh, the program uh, "Face the Nation," deface the nation. Uh, yeah. That's the big insult it that uh, Trump did. And so, uh, it's unbelievable. His, uh, Colbert's response. Stupid. It's to go yeah. even down and dirtier than Trump. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once again, you you people on the left, yeah. y- you what? are able to make an idiot like what? Trump look like the smart man in the room. Oh my God, that is a, no, that's just yeah, yeah, not yeah. true. Yeah, yeah it is. I, it no, is. that's yeah, yeah. no, no. I mean, you can't be saying that yeah, I make Trump, Trump stupid, look though. like yeah. the sane, rational, smart one. I don't. Yeah. You, you just can't make that point. He's the one that's out of his mind and is going to bring this country to the apocalyptic doom. All right, we'll be back after this. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. The unpublishable novel is now a movie. The Hillbilly Hooker. The Hillbilly Hooker. Was she too old at 14? The Hillbilly Hooker. She may have been poor white trash, but Fancy was her name. Mm, The Hillbilly Hooker is coming for you. Hillbilly Hooker, in color. Admission restricted. Mm, Come on out and see me sometime. When you were a child, did you ever have nightmares about creepy old hags tormenting you? Well, then this short film just might have answers for you. The film Care of Hair and Nails is about some creepy old broad obsessed with personal hygiene. No, not her own, but the personal hygiene of children. Using her demonic powers of invisibility, she's determined to make children as obsessive as her. (laughs) Do enjoy, and remember to wash between meals, otherwise the old hag will get you.
Once again, this riff of mine of this wonderful short film contains music by Kevin MacLeod. Just like this ad does. So please download this cinematic treat for a mere 90 cents at selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Selfie.com slash Nelson. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on Night Night, Night Night and Bubo were pursuing the villain Stinkbug as he was robbing the National Museum of Cityopolis of some rare meteorite ore. But Stinkbug managed to get away. In the confusion, Sun King lended his superpowered help, but unfortunately was unable to stop Stinkbug either. Now, Night Night and Sun King have pursued Stinkbug to the Rainbow Queen cruise ship and have both signed on to join the cruise in their guises as Lyle Richmond, who is in reality Night-Night, and Mark Milktit, who is in reality Sun King. And suddenly they find themselves, by a strange circumstance of chance, to share the same cabin aboard the ship. When suddenly the ship is attacked by a robotic giant squid. Breathe, snot. What on earth was that? I don't know. It sounded and felt like something hit the ship. Great sunburn. Something has hit the ship. It appears to be some sort of mechanical giant squid. Well, that's horrible. Uh, look, uh, uh, I gotta go take a shit. What? But, but I need ice. Sorry, uh, buddy. Well, Can't wait. I'm crowning. Oh, no. I was gonna use the restroom in order to change into my Sun King disguise. But, wait a minute. While he's in there... I can simply change into my Sun King uniform here. <laughs> oh, silly me, sometimes. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see now. Where did I leave my tights? And in the cabin bathroom. Come on, come on, damn it. Oh, I swear, Smedley must have shrunk my tights again. Whew, okay. Now, I'm going to have to use some night-night knockout gas and some night-night amnesia gas. In order to make sure this Mr. Milk Tet doesn't reveal my secret identity. On three. One, two, three! Oh, what the hell? What? Sun King? What? Night Night? But, but that means that you, Lyle Richmond, you are in reality Night Night! And you, Mark Milk Tet, you are in reality Sun King! Well, we'll have to deal with this situation later, Night Night. Right now, that giant robot attacking the ship takes priority. Well, I know that. You don't tell me. And once outside, our heroes rush to confront the giant robot squid, when suddenly it appears to speak. This is Deep Sixer. Nobody has to get hurt. All you have to do is hand over the criminal stink bug. And all he has to do is hand over the meteor he stole from the National Museum of Cityopolis. Hurry! Hand it over or I'll sink this ship or... or... 
or this woman will get it. Suddenly, one of the tentacles of the robotic giant squid reaches out and grabs a woman from the deck, lifting her screaming form above for everyone to see, including our heroes. Green snot, that's, that's Layla Lott. Who? Uh, she's a colleague from work. I have only seconds to lose. I've got to act fast to save her. Oh, you idiot. You're the only one powerful enough to deal with that robot. You've got to fight that thing. Meanwhile, I'll swing over and save your girlfriend. Oh, well, she's she's not really my girlfriend, per se. I I, I mean, I have feelings. I, I thought about it, but we haven't really gone that far just yet. But I I, I just... don't care. Get the robot. Jeez. Oh, no. Right, right. Oh. And so Sun King flies into action, attacking the giant robot. Meanwhile, Night Knight fires his evil gun, attaching it to one of the mechanical tentacles of the giant robot squid. He swings into action, heading towards the endangered Layla Lot, when suddenly, the mechanical tentacle that was holding her lets her loose, and she begins to fall towards the ocean below. But at that moment, Night Knight managed to swing into her vicinity and catches her by, well, accidentally colliding with her. Layla Lot's crotch lands firmly into Night Knight's face as her legs wrap themselves around his head, holding on for dear life. As Night Knight lets loose of the cable and both of them crash down onto the deck of the Rainbow Queen. Sun King, you saved me once again. I don't know how to think. Wait, who the hell are you? I'm Night Knight. I had to swing in and save you while Sun King deals with the giant robot. What? Meanwhile, the battle rages between Sun King and the robotic giant squid. Take that, and that, and how about some of this? Yes, yes, no one can stand the power of the sun built. Oh, God. I hadn't counted on taking on someone like Sun King. Oh, God, I hope they get that meteor now. I gotta make good my escape. I mean, fighting drunks like Frog Prince is one thing, but, but Sun King, forget it. It's time to deep sixer deep sixes himself through an escape pod. And so, Deep Sixer makes good his escape from the giant squid robot as Sun King finishes it off, destroying it, and tossing the junk into the ocean. Well, it's good to see that you're unharmed, Miss Lunt, but I must ask, what are you doing here on this ship? Well, I could ask you the same thing, Sun King. Well, uh, Night Knight and I are uh, working on a case. Yes, we're pursuing the supervillain Stinkbug. We believe he's hiding on this ship disguised as one of the passengers. Also, probably stolen property of the National Museum of Cityopolis is also somewhere on this ship. Oh, well, yes, I guess I do owe an explanation for why I'm on a ship like this. Well, uh, I'm following leads up on the Stinkbug case, too. Can't let on that I'm really here trying to prove that Mark Milktent is in reality Sun King. Hmm, I was unaware that Popsmear.com covered crime. Oh, we also cover the sensational stories of superheroes and supervillains. In fact, Popsmear.com is going to change its name officially in a couple of months to CapesConfidential.com because, let's face it, superheroes and superpowers are far more fascinating than the soap opera lives of, of movie stars and athletes. And, of course, as my colleague Mark Milk did, you already know that, don't you, Sun King? Hmm, well, yes, I suppose that, that adds up. Not quite. Miss Lunt... What did you mean by having to explain your presence on a ship like this? 
Wow, this is the Rainbow Queen. Yeah, so? Oh, well, the Rainbow Queen caters to the LGBT community, and this particular cruise is for gay men. Oh. What? Well, that's, uh, hmm. Little do Sun King, Night Knight, and Layla Lot know, but they are being observed from the shadowy confines of the captain's quarters, within which is the captain and Stinkbug in his civilian disguise. Oh my god, that deep sixer character nearly trashed my ship. Oh boy, that really just puts a fly in the soup of this whole plot. I thought you supervillains got along. Yeah, nothing doing. I tell you, there's no honor among thieves these days. Eh? But no real harm done. Nah, nah, we stay on course and make the rendezvous as planned. What? Oh no, I, I gotta turn the ship around and report to the Coast Guard about this incident. You'll do nothing, Cap. Besides, you're into this up to your eyeballs as much as I am. If I go down, so do you. But, but, but Sun King and Night Knight are here. Oh. Shut up. Night Knight's just an idiot. And as for Sun King, well, if he tries any funny business, I got a little surprise in store for him, too. So, you're gonna stay on course, Captain, if you know what's good for you. Oh, well, I guess, I guess I'm being naughty, aren't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're being naughty. You're real naughty. Oh, Naughty! Yeah, naughty captain! Oh! 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 Yeah, who's the captain now, huh? Who's the captain? Who's the captain? Oh, you are! You are! Oh! Yeah! Well! Uh... <laughs> what a strange and disturbing turn of events we have here for our heroes. Uh... Will they survive? Uh... Well, I guess you'll have to find out in the next exciting episode of... Uh, of Night Night. Yeah. This has been a Nail Sin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Ah, uh, Mr. Smith, what seems to be the problem here? Well, uh, uh it's just hemorrhoidal flare-up, Doctor. I, It's getting to the point where I can't sit down and I can't even walk. I mean, the pain. Well, you're in luck. There's a brand new remedy for just such a situation as yours. It's called Icy Hole. Icy Hole? Yes, go ahead and pull your pants down. I'll demonstrate. All right. Yeah, you'll feel the cooling, pain-relieving sensation oh, of icy yeah. Wow, I can't believe how fast it is. I can't believe you still think I'm a doctor. Huh? Icy Hole, available at Walgreens, CVS, and Walmart pharmacies. Say, gang, can't get enough of Mr. Nelson. <laughs> yes, and who can? Well, to help out in between shows, why don't you head over to Zazzle.com slash V underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> yes, it's just that simple. There you'll find all kinds of t-shirts, mugs, stickers, and pins, and even hats. Yes, that's right. All adorned with artwork by yours truly, Mr. Nelson. And of course, most prominently, 
the Mr. Nelson t-shirt, the Mr. Nelson pins, buttons, uh, bumper stickers, and the mugs. Uh, did I say mugs? Yeah. And a night-night shirt, that too. Oh, yes, yes. And other lovely shirts that uh, feature artwork from uh, my Selfie store, my Selfie.com store slash Nelson, where you can watch my little four-man mystery science theater movies. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, other t-shirts and stuff that I did just for fun. Uh, and even the uh, the Rob Saul Show uh, t-shirt is there. Yes, you can have all those goodies. You need to go to Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's right. The Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the underscore M-R underscore N-A-I-L-S-I-N underscore store. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just that easy. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, we're back for a bit of roundtable of stories. And, uh, well, uh, Lefty drew the short straw, so he gets to go first with his story. Uh, Lefty, what do you got for us? Oh, well, uh, this story should interest you, Mr. Nelson, you being an artist and all this, because it concerns art. Uh, A Canadian gallery canceled an indigenous art-inspired exhibit because the artist is white. Yes, yes. The Visions Gallery, a contemporary art exhibit in Toronto, shut down a woman's five-day art show based on the accusation that she had culturally appropriated the subject material. In fact, they considered the cultural appropriation so extreme, they dubbed it Cultural Genocide. The work was created by an artist named Amanda PL twenty nine. What kind of name is this? Yeah, I don't know. Pretty artsy farts. I think the twenty (laughs) nine refers to her age. I'm not sure, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway. uh, Anyway, uh, the the art focused on art and stories inspired by indigenous artist Norval Morisot, who hailed from Canada's Anishinaabe group of tribes. What the hell? It's the best you could read it. I, I, yeah, I, I can't. I how to pronounce it. It doesn't mean I'm insensitive. Huh, it's just yeah. a failing on my part. Yep. Anyway, Marcel's art, which reached peak fame in the 1960s. I never heard of it. <laughs> Shut up, Brad. Well. Often involved colorful paintings that were inspired by the legends of his people. Well, no wonder I never heard of it. <laughs> Brad, uh, P.L.'s art very closely resembles Morisot, as the same large round shapes and bright colors used by P.L. are a direct callback to Morisot's works of art. According to CBC News in Toronto, P.L. says she first became enamored with the woodland style of painting when she lived in Thunder Bay, Ontario, while studying to become a visual arts teacher in Talking Native Studies. I just tried to learn all I could about the Aboriginal culture, their teachings, their stories, and I've tried to capture the beauty of the art style and make it my own. Oh, that's where she messed up. By drawing upon elements of nature within Canada that have meaning to me, said P.L. Once Visions Gallery made the email announcement about P.L.'s exhibit, a torrent of backlash arrived within hours with claims that P.L. had Actually appropriated indigenous art. Much of the complaints, says Pierre, were about her race. A lot of the Aboriginal people had issues with me not being native. 
I feel like that they think that I'm taking away from the culture, but I'm really not. Nope. P.L. says, oh, yes, you are, honey. I'm afraid so. I'm afraid so, oh, honey. Uh, I think it's a shame to say that an artist can't create something because they're not from that race, she added. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. so much to learn. So much to learn, huh, P.L.? Oh, my God. Chippewa artist Jay Soleil was one of the individuals leading the charge against P.L., saying that her art is essentially cultural genocide. Oh, come yes. on. Just listen, Red. Oh, and that it bastardizes the stories behind what? her paintings, muddying them so that they lose connection to the real stories that they're attached to. All this over. Vision Gallery now has on their page a long apology, as it should, oh, for attempting Lord. to display the exhibit in the first place. Within it, they attempt to point out that those who would argue for freedom of expression are dismissing the voice of an oppressed culture oh, and are demonstrating cultural insensitivity. Additionally, it makes the argument that artistic expression cannot be absolute. Oh, hmm. good lord. Many people have claimed not to discount the treatment of First Nations people in Canada, but have immediately argued in favor of the freedom of artists who borrow from thousands of subjects of different cultures. We say to those people that are applying that argument to indigenous art, you are indeed dismissing the voices of an oppressed culture. You are intentionally, or unintentionally, demonstrating your cultural insensitivity, hmm. which is really the worst, worst of the worst that you could do. Well, I can think of worse is. things than that. This is not simply a case of an artist borrowing ideas, themes, and styles from another culture. In the context of borrowing from or appropriating the work of indigenous well, people, freedom of artistic expression cannot be absolute. Well, that's that's the same thing we already said. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, despite all the controversy, P.L. says she will continue to paint in the woodland style she has come to prefer. Oh, Good P.L. for her. Good oh, for her. Yeah. P.L., I could have given you a past if you had learned and apologized. Oh, God. But, oh, here you are. You just can't deny that whiteness in what? you, can you? No, you can't. Good for her, then. This just happens yeah. to be the style that I'm drawn towards at this time. This is how I choose to experience myself, and this is how I choose to continue to paint, P.L. said. Well, oh boy, the little spoiled white privileged what? bitch comes out, doesn't it? Oh, good. Well, oh. she's just going to have to learn the hard way, I suppose. Yes, yes. Well, I, I stand with indigenous peoples oh, and respect their cultural territory. Well, <laughs> I stand with oh, Amanda P.L. or whatever. Oh, and uh, I just think this is all much ado about nothing. It sounds like bullshit to me. Uh, probably so, Red. By what? the way, I, I didn't know you had any interest in the arts. Well, uh, don't, but looking at her picture, she's pretty damn hot. Oh, God. So she's okay in my book. Oh, well, that just, that, well, that explains it all then. Yeah, I guess so. So, uh, speaking of uh, cultural identities and such, oh, here's yeah. a little story I thought I'd share with you guys. A uh, 25-year-old Argentinian named Luis Pedron believes he's an elf. What? He considers himself trans-species. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. He has spent upward of $32,000 on painful plastic surgeries and maintains his elf-like look by oh, dropping around $5,000 each month Oh, on cosmetics. Wow. Yeah. Man. I don't know. 
but um, they probably had that kind of coverage at Argentina. Get the money somewhere. Oh, uh, Padron yeah. told the Daily Mail that uh, he was bullied as a child and soon became oh. obsessed with fantasy oh, elves and angels, presumably as an escape. <laughs> yeah. Well, well got to start somewhere with yeah. this. <laughs> Uh, he began bleaching his skin and using special creams to resemble <laughs> oh, the characters he identified with. Eventually, Padron went under the knife, spending, oh, like I said, over 32000 on surgeries, including yeah. work on his hey. jaw and nose, liposuction, hair removal on his entire oh. body, and eye operations in an attempt to oh, make his goodness. eyes blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, that, uh, he is planning surgery now. to make his ears Don't pointed, hair implants for a heart-shaped hairline, what? and a yeah. limb-lengthening operation to make him six feet, five inches oh, tall. Oh, my God. Huh. Basketball Boy, teams. I want to be an elf, an angel, and a fantasy being. My aim is to look inhuman. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Inhuman, uh, <laughs> ethereal, graceful, and delicate, he said. I have my own beauty ideal and want to achieve that no matter what. I want to have my ears cut to become pointy like an elf's, my jaw to look more sharp like a diamond, a facelift, and an eye lift. To give my eyes a cat-like shape. Oh, jeez. Um, a cat? A cat? I, I guess elves have cat eyes. I don't know. They do? Padron added oh, that he's also considering do. muscle implants. What? Well, don't know where, but anyway. Uh, there's also Probably surgery to make you taller, and I will remove four of my ribs, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I can uh, shape my waist to make it thinner, the 25-year-old oh, continued. God. The young man said he now enjoys people staring at him. Well, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's going to happen. Uh, even when I'm not dressed up like an elf, people stare at me. <laughs> Yeah, I have had long white hair for five years. Oh, I use large contact lenses, and I am very tall. Padron says he considers himself trans-species. Oh, good God. <laughs> it's not funny. That. In the it's same worries. way transgender people feel. What do you know? I need to what? become uh, I need to become how I feel inside, he says. I don't expect people to understand it. Yeah, good. Yeah. But I, mean, I ask they respect it. Oh, nope, nope, so, not happening. So, boy, I got no bad way, news no for you. Oh, good luck. Um, nope. The man said he began feeling different in his early teens. Uh -huh. By the end of high school, being different and standing out made him feel admired. What? Hmm. what? I was bullied as a child, and as an escape, I would submerge myself in fantasy movies like Labyrinth and The NeverEnding Story, as well as other fantasy tales. Over time, things changed. Older teens liked me because I was unique, and that's nope. what encouraged me to start turning what I felt on the inside into reality. Huh. Well, that's interesting because it seems not only the uh, the negative attacks that he received from bullies and whatnot, but also what? the positive uh, 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 thoughts and feelings that he, he received from people. Uh, so either way, this guy was doomed to destroy himself and well, turn himself into this creature. Yeah, <laughs> so you well, can't really completely blame uh, bullies here. I, mean, well, I guess it got it started, exactly. but... Uh, but uh, he he wanted to go even further rather than just you know changing sure hair did. color and stuff like that uh, to this 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 bizarre uh, mutilation. Uh, yeah. What bizarre to you, does? Boy, uh, at age twenty, he chose to mutilate his body uh, via surgery uh. to gain the elf look he desired. I didn't care for how much it hurt because it allowed me to go one step closer to my dream of what I wanted to become. Oh, said Pedron. 
In his quest for fantasy perfection, he continued to have more than 40 uh, fillers, full body hair removal, and laser skin bleaching to remove any freckles and Botox. What? To remove freckles. This thing isn't written very well. No, uh, additionally, he underwent medically appro- unapproved, medically unapproved. Oh, the yeah, medical profession hasn't approved it. Treatment to change his eye color from a honey brown oh. to a crystal blue, Ooh. leading that, to that some painful you. side effects. God it was damn. without anesthesia. Oh, jeez, oh, Lord. Lord. Uh, it was very oh, painful man. and, me- well, and meant I had to use was, eye drops exactly. and extremely See, black sunglasses. Essentially, I became like a vampire with extreme photosensitivity. Uh, at first, even watching stars in the sky was painful, but three days later, they felt normal again. Looking I don't know home. how they affect my sight, and I don't know how this will affect my sight in future. Well, oh, you probably God. should have thought of that first and foremost. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jeez. I don't consider this an obsession, (laughs) but in fantasy, uh, you have all the hope, love, friendship, and good feelings. It is an obsession. Uh, this helps me um, to feel like a good oh person, well, a good elf. But in fantasy, you have to be beautiful, not only on the inside, but the outside, too. Oh, well, he so. failed. Oh, oh, red Yeah. <laughs> I think he after he did that eye surgery, he probably should have just switched over to vampire. Yeah, he uh-huh. that would have been easier, but whatever. I, I don't know what difference it makes, but uh, well, yeah. well, the difference is it makes him inhuman. So uh, I guess maybe he didn't fail. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Oh, good Lord. Look, obviously, this is an extreme case. Uh, yeah. This trans species business. I, uh, you know, maybe that's a step too. Uh, I, I, I'm Maybe? not familiar with it much. I mean, I mean, there was a story back a while back by some guy who wanted to be an alien, and he was doing exhibitors. Oh, things. yeah. Right, right. Yeah, well, uh, I forget but, his name. But uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is a trend, oh, but God. we'll see. But we shouldn't confuse this with the legitimate and very normal uh, I, uh, uh, condition of transgenderism. Which is just one <laughs> of those things that happens. No, well, it's one of those things that gets weird. That's what that is. Oh, <laughs> well, Good oh, Lord. Red, uh, I, I, it's just outrageous. I don't uh, agree completely here with Lefty. What? I do what? think no that gender dysphoria is a oh. bit of a, a mental disorder, but oh that doesn't make God. it any less real. And what? it may just be that that's the only way to deal with it is for someone to do these transitions. Uh, the amount of surgery that's going in with uh, this elf business is just absurd. But uh, under the crazy arguments that are being given these days, I don't know how you can deny them if you're going to accept those two. But this Uh, is outrageous. This is outrageous. I mean, you're calling them all crazy. That's what you're doing. And that's the same thing they did to homosexuals. It's terrible. And you should be a... Uh, I'm not ashamed of recognizing physical reality, Left. Exactly. Uh, And as I said, a mental disorder is not something that you should be shaming and how you're directing towards it because mental disorders are just as commonplace as anything else and they have a wide variety. Case in point, my own. I was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder and depression. I deal with them. There is no cure. It never goes away. But to acknowledge it as what it is is not a sin. So, uh... That's what I said. That's all I've said. Well, that's what you said, no. Lefty. You said he was some kind of criminal oh, or something. D- 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 just get out of here, Red. No, I can't, because we got to do my story. You know, I'm getting tired of all these stories about, 
you know, white women can't paint paintings that are appreciating cultures because if she shows appreciating, she's actually stealing, so I guess she should have just shit on it instead. And then this guy wants to be an elf, so he spends more money than anyone has to eat a burger to <laughs> cut his ribs and shit. Oh, oh God. It's time to get down to some real stories oh, that bring you back to good old common sense America. Oh, good Lord. Which usually takes place in the great state of Texas. Oh. Oh, That's right. A oh, concealed God. gun owner kills gunmen before he can murder more people. What? A licensed concealed carrier stopped a horrible situation from becoming worse when he opened fire on a murder inside a Texas restaurant. Oh, my God. A shooting spree was prevented in an Arlington, Texas sports bar when a man carrying a concealed firearm shot a man witnesses say was oh, acting God. incoherently. Oh. According to the Arlington Voice, the manager of the Zona Caliente Sports Bar and Grill, 37-year-old Cesar Perez, was shot dead by James Jones, 48, of oh oh Grand Prairie. Witnesses say Jones was acting very oddly when he confronted Perez. When the suspect came in, he walked up to the bar and started yelling, said police spokesman Lieutenant Christopher Cook. Customers said he was yelling incoherent and strange things. With no warning, Jones drew his gun and fatally shot Perez. Police cannot establish any connection Jones may have had with the restaurant manager. After he was struck once, the suspect started shooting at the front door. Oh, my God. We know people there were trying to escape, but we're not sure if he was just trying to harm others, said Cook. It was then that an unidentified man, police are calling the Good Samaritan, told his wife to get down and drew his own concealed oh, fire. Good Lord. He then opened fire on Jones, shooting him. Oh, my Jones God. died from the wounds he oh. sustained from the patron. Oh, Thank God for that. Police discovered oh. that Jones had an additional firearm and two knives what? on his person. What? Had the good Samaritan not intervened, uh, there could have been further loss of lives. You don't said know Cook. that. You don't the know unidentified that. good Samaritan is being hailed as a hero by Arlington oh. police. Oh, God. And will face no charges as he broke no laws, being both a concealed what? carry license holder and uh, firing his weapon uh, in a blue sign business. What? These blue signs allow certain establishments. What? that serve alcohol to allow patrons to carry firearms with them on the premises. There you go. There's a good story of a great hero exercising his Second Amendment rights. What you have here is, once again, Texas is just a strange land that belongs to another planet. I mean, good Lord, these businesses, well, they just invited this whole thing with being a blue sign business. I mean, my God, that's crazy. Uh, and the answer isn't blood cuts, because all that created was blood death. Uh, yeah, uh, death of no, the original this is gunman. This not right. And why can't we know the identity of this man? I mean, really. Because he didn't uh, break any laws. This should He's be further investigated, because no. guns are never the answer. Never. Well, it was this time. Uh this guy was shooting Ray crazily and stuff. So the, the this man did the right thing, shooting him down. And uh, again here, uh, these stories come along, and they're not widely reported, 
But guys like you, Lefty, will, will just maintain that they never happen. Well, they you usually can't don't. defend yourself. And then when it happens, then you want the guy prosecuted. It, uh, a man so, died here, oh Yeah, a man who killed another man and was going to kill right. more people. So uh, this guy didn't want to be an, one of his victims, so he shot him. Uh, right, right on. Uh, yeah. Woo! Oh, boy. Well, let's just go back to the old West, Buckaroo. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's what we want. Huh? Hmm. Yeah, that's great, Lefty. Well... Uh, once again, we've run out of time for this episode of the Nelson Show, so I'll bring it to a close with, uh, some fortunes, uh, from, uh, Chinese fortune cookies. Yes, yes, it's time, time for one of those again. The wise man is the one that makes you think that he is dumb. Wow. How about that? Yeah. Boy, that says a lot about things uh, in our current state. It does. What? With President Trump. Oh, what? no! Uh, He's not faking it. He's really an idiot. No, he ain't. Besides, by what in the world can you decide he's an idiot? Uh, oh, what <laughs> can't you decide he's an idiot on? <laughs> Good Lord! <laughs> I mean, no. really? Uh, uh. Boy, we, we just don't have the time to go through the <laughs> whole oh, mile-long list oh, here. Oh, come on, damn it. Oh, boy. And it's getting uh, longer, yeah, that's longer and longer. Good night, everybody. Now it is. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, is, like I said, he's polishing a turd. Yeah, that's still a turd. It's a turd because he's polishing a turd. Wait, no! Mama can't win the turd! Damn it, Nelson! <laughs> yeah, well, but wait a minute, Nelson. I don't understand. I mean, if it's still just a turd, then why do it at all? I mean, why are they keeping this crap in there? Uh,